Welcome to the Library Scoop, the official podcast of the Niles Main District Library. Today's guest is Sean Gambroni. You've probably seen him as Adam Goldberg in ABC's The Goldbergs, or heard his voice in shows such as Solar Opposites and Camp Cretaceous. Sean grew up in the area, so we talk about his time at Maine South High School, as well as his tips for those interested in voice acting. A heads up, this episode was recorded over Zoom and has a slightly different audio quality than usual. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. So, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Sean. We're so excited to have you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very excited to be here, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, I just wanted to get started by talking about your time in kind of the northwest burbs of Chicago. You grew up in Park Ridge, which is not very far from us. Uh, so, why don't you tell me a little bit about that and a little about how you got your start? Okay, well, um, yeah, we, we actually, I was talking with my grandma. We actually came to your library um for I, I think it was tickets to museums or something so I was like this is very cool like uh being a uh, that it's being attached to your library and with you of course and um well so yeah I grew up in Park Ridge and I went to preschool at St. Andrews and that's where I was introduced to your amazing family <laughs> <laughs> through your uh, uh, amazing brother Sean who um him and your family have been close friends ever since um and and then uh, we we went our uh, we went our separate ways. He stayed at St Andrews, and I went over to Roosevelt, and um, which is in Park Ridge. And uh, there was a variety show there that was called V Show, and that was my first time on stage, and it felt comfortable, and I enjoyed it a lot. So that was kind of where my acting stuff started. That's so there. fun. Do you remember what you did for the V Show? Yeah, I was um, I was a toilet paper model. <laughs> which that was so I strutted my stuff while wearing like a toilet paper on my head and then and then also I got to um I got to I can't think of I was kind of the the grill master or something I was I, I had to roast people in the audience so I, I got to say a couple things to our old principal and um and that was fun too <laughs> that is so fun oh my gosh I love that what is your favorite memory here in the Chicago area? And uh, do you have any favorite places you like to visit when you're in town? Well, you know, it's tough, like the favorite memories, because it's a wonderful place to be in. Um, but I, 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 I was thinking about it that I think they're both related to the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Um, the first one would be seeing the seventh inning stretch with uh, Jeff Garland. That's so cool. That was, yeah, it was, it was just a kind of cool thing to be a part of that energy. And then um, the second one involves your brothers because we were, um, uh, your family's always been uh, big Cubs fans, mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, brothers. They, and um, we were, we were kind of, um, we were heckling the outfielder named Nick Markakis. <laughs> And then the next inning, he hit a home run, and it was flying straight at us, and actually right between your two brothers, and we all dove out of the way. And that was like something from a movie. I never, like, directly from picking on this guy to him hitting a home run at us just was a special <laughs> moment, too. That one stood out for me. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't know how I've never heard that story. I love that. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> 
So you attended Maine South half the time while you were filming the Goldbergs. So you were filming in LA and then you were at Maine South uh, kind of when you were off season for filming. Um, what was that like going from LA to Park Ridge and going from film sets to high school? Well, um, that would, well, uh, shout out to Dr. Sean Mesmer, District 207 in Maine South, because they really made it easy. They um, sent the curriculum out there and um, my teacher, Tom Goodrich, out in California would get the curriculum, teach me there, so in between the takes or whatever. Um, but then once they kind of just uh, let me come back into school, and I remember the first year was the craziest because, like, I was playing an 11-year-old, I think, and I still looked like an 11-year-old, and coming back and seeing, like, the six-foot-tall classmates, it just felt... That was that was shocking to me, and then that they were kind of they were kind of curious with me because they didn't know um, what I just what I was experiencing or if I had changed at all. So it was kind of like a just getting reacquainted. But then after the first week, everyone kind of was like, "Oh no, it's just the same guy we grew up with." And um, and so the only time there'd be any aspect where it was just kind of like um, like more related to being an actor is just the the freshman of the incoming class. But then they kind of they got caught. They, they it kind of just became old hat. Just they'd see me around town. So, um, yeah, it was just really cool to get a chance to graduate with my my class at, at the yeah. end of high school. So, did you have your old like Roosevelt classmates with you then? Uh, Pretty much, that's yeah. Good. That's good. At least you like new people coming back, and it wasn't like a totally fresh start, you know. Totally, and it kind of brought me right back to where and got to play soccer. Like, and oh, it was fun. That's so fun. Um, so you are a big champion for arts education and like, that's always been something I've really admired about a lot of the work that you do. Um, so why do you think arts education is such an important thing, uh, for people to have? Well, I, I, like art, it just seems like a, it's just a really powerful thing. Um, that like, it, it's just in all aspects of, of any profession, like any progress, like, what. Uh, in any like well in any field if it's engineering if it's basketball playing whatever it is um that creative thought and and problem solving that's presented in like the visual arts or in music that like some of those skills that you might pick up um it just kind of makes you more creative and I, I find that important as well as like it seems to make kids what makes the student more compassionate by just giving them a greater understanding of themselves or others or just how people can feel by just being human or whatever, um, which that seems important, as well as kind of putting them in a place to, like, while they're growing to, like, understand their thoughts and feelings while also sharing them and um, expressing them, which is can be a really scary thing. And just uh, getting exposed to that as a, at a younger age and getting skills um, in a more safe environment where everyone's learning makes you a healthier adult, I think. And uh, yeah, so just, just all around. Well, and then like something like a library, like, I feel like, like learning from the past is just one, it seems like one of the most important things just in general, like moving forward and like having those, like being surrounded by all the great minds and just reading is, I think one of the most like impactful things in my life, just when I read a book, it feels like I get a eureka moment every time. And so it just, yeah, all around, just, it it seems like introducing arts and having just around kids, even if you don't want to be an artist, but um, just at at what, at the youngest age possible, just seems very important. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. I, uh, in the first episode that I did with Jabez, who was the future or the past host of this podcast, um, I talked about my theater degree a little bit and I'm like, I got so many jobs from my theater degree that were outside of theater. And I was hired because of my experience with theater. And it's like, it is so important because you learn things like thinking on your feet and empathizing, like you said, is huge. So, um, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> and then I was hearing there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of programs you guys have been doing. Like that's very cool. Yeah, we actually have one coming up about um, voiceover, which I know you do a lot of voice acting, um, and you've gotten really into that. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got into uh, voiceover and voice acting and audiobook recording you've done now too, right? Oh, yeah, that was an interesting experience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, well, with voiceover, I think I can credit a lot, like or like my, some of my initial steps in voiceover um, came from the commercial I did with the SeaWorld with SeaWorld um, because one, it, it taught me some skills that like on camera skills that I needed for like Goldbergs and things like that. But, but it also, there was a large portion that was narration and ADR and things like that. Mm. Um, and so kind of, kind of wrapping my head around those skills. Then, uh, then soon after I got an audition for um, uh, the show Clarence and Cartoon Network where I played Jeff. And I think they, at that moment, they liked me because they felt like I really was kind of like this Jeff character that they had written. And so once that show ended, I got more auditions and I'm kind of just learning as I go um, now by, by keep on meeting new people and different techniques and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. What's something that's like surprised you about voice acting, especially when you first kind of started with it? That was like, oh, I, I didn't expect this. Well, well, you know, like watching cartoons growing up, I know like we have some similar shows that we liked, like uh, Teen Titans and stuff like Teen that. Teen Titans. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't. I feel like I really, for some reason, had no clue like how they were made. So there was a lot of like, like there's some stuff I I obviously picked up on, but um, by watching, I guess. But um, I guess the most surprising thing to me was just seeing how fast voiceover. Like that, they can switch between characters. It's kind of like shocking to see that they're talking from different parts of their head or mouth or whatever's going on. But that's the most surprising. Yeah, that's so cool. So when you do your voiceover work, because I've I've heard and seen like some people do it by themselves. I think that's particularly like anime stuff. But do you do it like that, or do you do it in a room with other people? Well, um, yeah. When at the start, um, like I guess when I was on more of a show. I guess it depends on, on the, um, on, I guess, whatever the show's thing is, but earlier on, I was in more ensemble stuff and that was cool. Um, there was even a moment where we, we were encouraged to improvise. And so having us all in the room, they had us each like boxed off into like these like power Rangers booths. Like that's what it felt like or something like that. <laughs> um, so that that's a cool thing but lately most as i guess it's because of the times too it's been more isolated and just one on one with the director and they're kind of your other person cool is that hard when you don't have a scene partner to play off of it it can be but it's also kind of nice too because then you feel like you can creatively do all all the stuff you're thinking as fast as you can so it's like you won't you kind of feel satisfied like Oh, I got it all out, but also it takes a little longer too because you're not you're not as in tune with what's going on, I guess. Sure, that makes sense. That's very cool. Um, so I'm going to be the one teaching the uh, voiceover program. It's on August 18th for our library people. Um, 
So I guess from my perspective, what kind of stuff are you like? You need to make sure you teach this thing or you need to you know, oh. make sure you talk about this. Well, I, that is so cool that you're doing that. Like that's <laughs> very excited. Uh, well, I don't know. If, I, I'd love to hear what you guys are and like are planning on doing in that class because that's that's very cool thing. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. So uh, we're setting up one-on-one appointments throughout the day, so people will call in. Uh, I'll give the phone number at the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> you know, and they'll uh, they'll come in and they'll you know just do a, probably like a thirty-minute session just to learn kind of about the equipment and about I guess the techniques of voiceover it's going to be short but hopefully like get people started on their voice acting quest into the world yes. <laughs> so, so there's some one-on-one time it sounds like mm-hmm. well yeah very cool I, I mean the one thing uh this might be an interesting thing for uh, well I just found there's like a podcast called I Hear Voices I'm not sure and it's it's the two uh, it's the two actors that did Kim Possible the series they did, did and I, I'm big fans of theirs and so I was listening to it and what's cool is they bring a bunch of um, like legendary voice talent and they even have some uh, voice director legendary voice directors on there and they kind of give advice on um, and and they just it, they do a good job of presenting with voiceover it's it's just such there's so many different paths to get into it that's they, they do a good job of presenting um, all the different, like a bunch of different angles and things that they'd recommend. Like they, they really recommend um, taking improv classes and things like that. And, mm-hmm. um, so I just found that. So that might be an interesting thing to listen to. But- yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. So if anyone wants to listen, they can. So do you have a favorite role that you've played um, either voiceover or on screen? Cause you definitely do both or I guess the audiobook. Cause the audiobook was like a Flynn Rider audiobook, right? Yeah. So were you like voicing it from his perspective? Yeah. For, for the, the, like the narrator, they wanted it to be somewhat close to Flynn Rider then Flynn Rider would pop up too. And um, yeah, that was, that was intense. And yeah. then there's people that like that, like with I guess with voiceover, there's like people that specialize in all like the anime or specialize in the audiobooks and you gotta like they're they're they have you do all the different voices and and you gotta remember them, they'll help you out. But yeah, that that was that, that was some of the most intense recording, even though it was just like really lighthearted and fun the whole time. It was just like afterwards you felt like you did a prize match or something. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. But um but the favorite one would probably be, um, it would be Adam Goldberg on the Goldbergs, just because it, it, it's what I've been doing the longest. And um, they've, there's been some really fun scenarios that they've created to, to act in. And um, yeah, so it would have to be that when all the memories attached and everything. Yeah, of course. How long has that been going on now? Like several years. Yeah, uh, we're, we finished, we finished the ninth season. So it's, but it doesn't like, yeah. It, so the past couple years really feel like they flew by. Yeah. After, sure. after high school, it just really feels like I should. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. We have, uh, I believe we have seasons one through six on DVD here for those who want to borrow it. Um, yeah. And then we also have, um, for our Niles main district library card holders, we also have a Roku's you can check out that have Netflix, Disney plus all those fun things on it. Uh, so if anybody wants to check out Sean's acting work, we have many ways to access it. How cool is that? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Libraries are always great. Um, do you have a favorite thing about libraries? Um, well, really, 
like the whole atmosphere is just kind of like a place I, I love being being there and um I think learning is one of my favorite things in general and 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 nowadays like you were saying with the Roku and everything, there's just so much more than it doesn't like than growing up was there like it, like going to the music section it's like you can experience anything um yeah, there's a lot of very cool resources these days. Do you have a favorite thing about libraries, though? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, obviously, I love pretty much everything about libraries as I am working in one. Um, but yeah, I think I'm kind of with you in just the vast amount of resources that are offered nowadays. Like, it's very different from when, you know, we were kids and it was mostly books and, you know, some DVDs. And now it's like, yeah, we have digital offerings that you can like we have ancestry we have like all of these things you can use um through our digital resources that are very cool and not just us pretty much all libraries have very cool databases and things like that to search and uh there's different like canopy or hoopla depending on uh which library you're at you can you can check out movies and audiobooks and all these very cool things. So um, we have Hoopla. So if you want to listen to Hoopla or um, read audiobooks, read ebooks, I think your audiobook is on Hoopla. So everybody check out Hoopla. <laughs> so Hoopla, Hoopla is like an audiobook service that has like. It's a. Uh... It's uh, ebooks, audiobooks, movies, TV shows. It's got a little bit of everything. It's very cool. Jeez, yeah. Well, and Ancestry, how does it, how do they connect with the library? So there's like a specific library site that can help you do some genealogical research. Um, so it's very cool. It's not like having your own personal account, but you can still find a good deal on there if you just start searching around. So um, you can access it for free with your library card, or if you come into the library, you can use our computers to access it as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Thank you for asking. I always love shouting things out. <laughs> <laughs> and since I'm on digital services, I feel like I need to shout out our digital services. We have a lot of good stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, do you have anything coming up that you're able to talk about? I know it can be tricky. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, in July, uh, there's a new season of Camp Cretaceous on Netflix that's coming out. And nice. it's the final season. Things go big. So that's that's but other than that um no it's kind of my uh um we're we're not sure if we're coming back so we don't know um so it's kind of more just my in-between time so I'm taking classes and stuff and nice um, so nothing nothing too new but very cool what classes are you taking I'm I'm taking a at this directing class oh how's that you know it's pretty fun I, like yeah. the way that like these this teacher looks at movies is so different than like how i've ever seen it like all this this axis talk where mm. it, it's like the lines on the screen and i don't know but i'm still learning that aspect yeah. of it and um yeah so it's been pretty pretty fun that's very cool well maybe we'll see your directorial debut someday <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll see <laughs> Right. Let's see. You've done some work with the Creative Coalition in the past. Um, are you still doing stuff with them? Well, yeah, um, I, I am. There's something. Well, that's something that's coming up. It's like some event we're doing, and it's it's honoring moms and kind of gathering the group up. And so I get to. I think I get to talk about my mom or something. So that's. Oh, that's nice. Fun. 
Your mom's um, the best, so yeah, <laughs> as you yeah. should talk about her. <laughs> I think she gets like an award or a trophy too, which is like she should have. I'm glad that there's some kind of award out there because it's like yeah, all the award like yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that's coming up, but um, but yeah, that's a really cool group. They have passionate people for the arts, and they it can rub off on anybody hearing them talk. Um, yeah, I've seen some like of their videos and stuff, especially while I was getting ready for this, and I was just like, oh, I love all of the stuff they talk about. I love their message. So <laughs> listeners should check it out. They're very cool. The Creative Coalition. There's a lot of actors and arts people you know who are involved and it's very cool yeah creative professionals uh, defending the arts and it's cool love that love that definitely check that out thank you so much for coming on the podcast sean it was such a pleasure to have you good luck with everything really appreciate it carly it was awesome talking with you as always all right thanks so much Thanks to Sean for the interview. If you'd like to check out Sean's work, I will link our catalog with some of the work he's done so you can put it on hold. If you are interested in taking our Intro to VoiceOver program, please call the Technology Desk at 847-663-6606 to reserve your 15-minute time slot on August 13th. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next month.